Well, with the jingle like that, it tells you that it is, of course, Q&A on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And a very, very good evening. Well, this evening says the last Q&A before the month of Ramadan. Well, we will have Q&A. But that will be in the mornings uh, during the week. Uh, so it's the last Thursday for now before the month of Ramadan. So the um, uh, 100% opportunity that we present to you this evening, whatever question you have, especially for the month of Ramadan, or that's it, warning you, you're not sure of anything, please, you can simply SMS us on the number 47913, that is 47913, and um, uh, just type in your question in that SMS, send it off to 47913, and we will pose that question to Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, who's of course joining us online, and we only have an hour this evening with Mufti until about 7 o'clock, so do SMS us immediately. And we welcome online none other than Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Wa alaikum as salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, brother Muhammad Zain. Barakallahu feek. MashaAllah. How's Mufti keeping this evening? No, alhamdulillah. We just are entering ladies' foot because, you know, a lot of road works here. But everything is fine. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, Mufti, we're going to all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of this universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yes, it is true, according to the Shafi'is and the Hanafis and majority scholars, that if a person takes a ghusl and a complete bath, and if that person did not make wuzu separately, during the ghusl, then it will be considered as though the wuzu is also valid. It's like buying a cow, and with the cow, you know, the milk comes with. So similarly, yeah, the wuzu will be incorporated into the ghusl. So both are valid. The wuzu is valid, and the ghusl is valid. Shukran Mufti. Next question, it says, uh, the Nabi Sallallahu said, and I tied the Burak where the other prophets tied their means of transport. What is Nabi Sallallahu referring to? Probably to the night of Miraj, Mufti? Yes, definitely. From Makkah Mukarramah to Masjid Al-Aqsa, as mentioned in the beginning of the 15th Jews, that is Isra and Mustafa alayhi salatu salam, the Mubarak and blessed Burak there. Today, if you go to Masjid Al-Aqsa, the inner portion of that wall is still part of Masjid Aqsa, and the outer portion is where the Zionist regime have their Al-Ha'itul Mabki, that is called the Wailing Wall. So the Wailing Wall is actually part of the Jidarul Burak, and that is a very Mubarak place and blessed place for us. So therefore, that is one of the objections we have that all this is occupied territory and inshallah may all my show us the day when it reaches its formal glory once again.
I mean, uh, well, our number uh, is, of course, our SMS line number 47913, 47913. SMSs are charged at 150. So we're asking you to send in your questions via SMS. It's quite easy and anonymous as well. So what we're going to do is, of course, uh, that SMSs are charged at 150. But you've noticed that last week we also had an hour with the Honorable Mufti. And this week I started with the questions that was left over from last week. So your questions will definitely uh, go in the queue, inshallah. But start sending them now already on that number 47913. Now, Mufti, does the asthma pump break once fast? When a person is fasting, <clears throat> any medication that goes through the mouth or through the nose, then that will break the fast. So if you apply the asthma pump while the person is fasting, then it will nullify and break the fast. She can indeed. And on to our next question. It says, Assalamualaikum Mufti. My husband never performs salah or attend the masjid other than attending Juma. We have a young boy and I'm concerned that he's not a good role model for that, for our son Mufti. What can I do as a wife? Definitely, you should wake up now. So for time, you will be awake much in Ramadan. So encourage your husband that he must start reading salat. It's compulsory upon every Muslim male and female who is sane and mature. And start reading Riyadh in the Hadith Kitab, start Ta'alim in your home. And in that way, inshallah, this will soften his heart. And obviously, he needs to be the role model for your wonderful son. Now, Mufti, I'm a diabetic. Do I fast or not during the month of Ramadan? I experience sweating and my hands shake after a few hours of fasting. Can Mufti please advise? If your condition is going to deteriorate because of fasting, then it is better that you don't fast and then you will pay the fidya. You must just verify with the MJC there in Cape Town because I'm still not sure what is the amount for fidya for this year. But normally I just give an amount of example, 20 rand. So if it is 20 rand, this is just an example, then you will pay 600 rand as fidya compensation and give that money after Ramadan has started to the poor and needy Muslims, those who are entitled to receive the zakat, but just verify the amount with the respected ulama there in Cape Town. The voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on 91.3 FM. That is, of course, the voice of the Cape. Our SMS line number 47913. That is 47913. If you have any questions for the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, you're more than welcome to do that this evening. We're going to pay the bills. When we come back, we continue with Q&A. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Welcome back to the Airways of the Voice of the Cape. We continue now with our Q&A program on 91.3 FM. Uh, Mohammed Zain Majid asking your questions. And of course, on the line, answering your question, none other than Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Well, our SMS line number 47913, that is 47913, send us your SMSs. Uh, Mufti, going on to our next question, uh, listener would like to know, what is the difference? When does the person say, inshallah, and when, when does the person use, ameen? When a person wants to do something in future, for example, you say, I am traveling to Cape Town tomorrow or Port Elizabeth tomorrow, then you say, Inshallah, Inshallah, we are going for Umrah or for Hajj. So there you will say, Inshallah. Amin is when you are making dua, you are begging Almighty Allah, oh Almighty Allah, forgive me, oh Almighty Allah, give me complete cure, give my son, daughter, complete cure. So then you say Amin. Amin means, 
So Amin is in response of a dua and supplication and inshallah is something you still want to do in the future. So Allah willing, then it will happen and occur. So can indeed. Now Mufti, can Mufti please explain how does one make, um, let me just see, tayammum. How does one perform tayammum and when is that acceptable to do that? Tayammum will be acceptable and permissible in two scenarios. One is that there is no water in that area there, so then the person will make the ablution with the sand or dust. And second one will be if a person is ill, and now if he uses water, then the water will cause harm to that person's health, and the condition will deteriorate. And how does the person perform tayammum? First thing, the person must make intention, and he's going to make tayammum. Then second, the person strikes the sand or the dust with his palms, and then makes masa of the faced ones. And thereafter, the person strikes the land and sand the second time, and then make masa of the hands, including the elbow. So first, the right hand, you make masa, you use the left hand to make masa of the right hand once, and then with the right hand, you make masa of the left hand, including the elbow once so that is how tayammum is done and then it's finished and this tayammum remember three things one is the intention one is the masa of the face and one is masa of the hands and then finish then you can perform your salat and continue Indeed. The Mufti, my husband left me two weeks ago and moved in with his mother. Is it permissible for her to allow him to stay there whilst we have two daughters and he doesn't nafaka us, he wants, but he, and he works as well, Mufti? When your husband moved out, we need to know the reason why and he should come back to you, the wife and the children, because the Quran Karim states, وَسُلْحُ khair and reconciliation is the best. So that is the best advice we will give him. And all this time he's not the fakah and maintaining you or the children. So that is a major sin on his behalf. Remember, he must pay the nafaka for you as the wife and for the children and just to go away to his mother's house and shirk his responsibilities, that definitely is unacceptable. Shukran, indeed. Now, Mufti, is it permissible for a husband to have private conversations with an unmarried woman and he just says it's fine, he's giving her counseling in, in privacy, Mufti? That's not permissible, remember that is now like having a secret mistress or a girlfriend and so forth. So Quran Karim is very clear on that. Wala akhdan, wala In Islam, there is no place for a private girlfriend and girlfriend or whatever you, or boyfriend or joy boy, toy boy. So we need to be clear on all these issues. Yes, if a person is a doctor or is a psychiatrist or something, that's a different issue. But yeah, that is not the case. So that person must sever all ties with that lady there. Shukran indeed. And then a listener says, um, Ramadan is basically on our doorstep. However, some of us does not perform far salah, but we would find uh, some of them would now perform a tarawih salah. Can Mufti please give, uh, give some advice? 
obviously the first salat must be performed, but that does not mean if the person is not performing the first salat, then he cannot perform Tarawih salat. Our advice will be that now in Ramadan you read all five salats plus your Tarawih, and in your free time, your leisure time, that you make the qaza of all the salat that you have missed from the time you became mature. So that is how, inshallah, that person will then make up. So in Ramadan, that person must make sincere tawbah, and even now, and then all the salat they have missed, they should try and make qaza of it as soon as possible. Now, Mufti, uh, listener says, once I heard that Mufti was in the Kaaba, alhamdulillah. Can Mufti please uh, explain what would be the significance if one can actually go inside of the Kaaba, Mufti? First and foremost, Mustafa Nabi went inside the Kaaba in the eighth year of the Hijrah during the conquest of Makkah Mukarramah. Secondly, Kaaba Musharrafah inside is the only place in the world a person can read in any direction. So it was only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla that two years ago in 2011, on the first, the second of July rather, the first of Shaban, that we went inside the Kaaba. We spent 25 minutes there. So it is a Sunnah of Nabi Alayhi Salam, and obviously every Muslim has a desire. So inshallah, we should always make du'a. Brother Mawazin reach our destination. If you just take a break for three, four minutes, I'll just read my salat and then you contact me on the landline, inshallah. Absolutely. No problem, inshallah, Mufti. will do that. And that's, of course, uh, the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. He's still uh, traveling, of course, uh, in Durban, but as he has mentioned there, he's reached his destination. So we will just uh, very shortly s- uh, switch lines. What we're going to do up next, we're going to continue with Q&A with Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Our next question, it says, uh, Salam in a 34 male who remembered a few years ago I have three kids with my first wife uh, all of them boys however she also remarried again my question is what does uh, Sharia say about the kids who do they live with and who has more rights over them Mufti in a case like that because a divorce has taken place so according to the Shafi'i school you bring the three kids and tell them this is your father this is your mother and then they must make the choice after the seven years the first seven years they'll spend with the children with the mother and thereafter let's say they choose the father for a little while and then they say they want to go back to the mother so then they will stay with the mother so the whole thing will be we look at the welfare and benefit of the children so that is how you will uh, apply the law so leave the children let them decide properly and no parent should go and indoctrinate the mind or poison the mind of the children against the other parent another related question it says mufti we are married now for 12 years at the beginning uh, at the beginning i allowed my wife to stay at her home with her children because they were minors her baby has a matric has matric last year and working now and is 19 years old she has six kids the eldest son has uh, always supported the family as the father did not care he is married to seven grandchildren two of her sons drugs so as far as that even Steel household goods to support the habit. Uh, he's 24. I don't know actually what the question is. I'm just gonna s- maybe it's just some uh, advice, Mufti, to um, c- a couple or other children that are uh, not behaving as they should be behaving, Mufti. 
I think there are two questions there. Number one is the father does not seem to be supporting the wife or the, or the children rather in a case like that. And it seems that the eldest son or one of the sons is supporting the family. So obviously in a case like that, you can go to the MJC or you can go to court as well, you know, because it is the duty of the father that he must maintain his children even after divorce because, you know, in Islam, once they are minor children and so forth, the duty continues of the father. Second issue is if some of the children are involved in drugs and so forth, then obviously we need to get them into a rehab and try and sort out their matters there. Now, Mufti, when a married woman attends Murtad, her marriage is immediately dissolved. My question is, should she say a kalima again? If the lady Allah for birth became a murtadda and thereafter if she enters Islam then she must repeat the kalima and the nikah and everything will be re-performed because we must remember it is such a serious sin Quran Karim states in when a person becomes a mushrik meaning leaves Islam then that person all the actions that that person did all go in vain and they are lost so therefore a lady like she will read the kalima and re-perform her nikah with her husband. Mufti and Muhammad Zainal says, I've got a friend, he is a youth and is in church and prays Jesus. Nabi Isa, what can I do to tell uh, him that Jesus is a prophet, but how can I explain to him? And he, he's not listening, Mufti. What you need to do is there's three issues. Number one is this, get some of the good books, there's good literature written by Sheikh Ahmad Didat, Rahimamullah, and so forth on this topic of Nabi Isa, alayhi salam, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. So give him that. Second, get hold of a respectable imam or a sheikh, and then let him speak to that brother there, because he might ask you some difficult questions and you will not be able to answer. And third one, if he remains like that, that he's praying to Jesus, and all these type of things, then obviously he's out of the fall of Islam if he was a Muslim. If he was not a Muslim but he's interested in Islam, then we must project and we must teach that person the true rank and position of Prophet Jesus, Nabi Isa, The voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein joining us online. And of course, uh, the program is uh, Q&A on 91.3 FM. That is uh, the voice of the Cape bringing you Q&A every single uh, week. Uh, no more alternate days of course at 24 7 so this is a dial that you need to be tuned to 91.3 fm now mufti is surrogacy haram in islam it will not be permissible in islam all make Allah states all make Allah has made for us our lineage now in surrogacy what happens is another lady carries the baby and then she sells that baby or donates that baby to somebody else so in Islam we don't allow this is not a commodity that you can buy and sell or donate for that matter so therefore this will not be acceptable because in Islam we are very very strict regarding the lineage of children and so forth so we cannot allow a situation where the lineage of people are adulterated and mixed up hence it will not be permissible and acceptable in Islam and the next question says I have been ill on and off so that I couldn't make up for my last fast days which is probably from last Ramadan how do I atone for this Mufti? 
promos, you should make Toba, and the days that are left, for example, tomorrow is still Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you still got three, four days, so those three, four days you can make the Qaza, and if you miss more than that, for example, you must 10, 20 or so, then after Ramadan, when Eid comes, then the second day after Eid, the second of Shawwal, so then, remember, you can continue with the Qaza, and then, according to Shafi's, you have to pay also 20 rand or so, you find out what is the fidya amount, so that amount also must be paid, so you will keep qaza and you will pay the fidya, but remember, according to Hanafis, you just keep the qaza and no payment. Now, Mufti, a gentleman would like to know, um, I'm, uh, according to the madhab of Imam Shafi'i, uh, when does one's would uh, do nullified, Mufti? A person's wudu will break, obviously, when he goes and relieves himself, you know, number one, number two. Or, for example, he touches the lady, or the lady touches him skin to skin, or the person touches his private part, and so forth. So, man masa zakarahu falyatawadda, the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. So, all these are factors that the wudu will break, according to Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah. But we must remember, according to Hanafis, touching the opposite gender skin to skin, it's not permissible, but if it happens accidentally or something, then remember that the huzu will not break. Similarly, when you touch the private part, the huzu will not break according to the Hanafis. Shukran, Mufti. Now, is the hanging of rakams in the bedroom permissible? Mufti knows what the rakams is? I know, I know. I've been <laughs> in the program many years with you, Brother Mohamed Zain. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. So now the rakam you put in the room, we can't say it's absolutely haram, but we will say it is undesirable because, you know, in the bedroom, a lot of gymnastics takes place and a lot of other things takes place there also between husband, wife, and all that. They have many causes. The last cause is intercourse. So therefore, we will say it's better you don't put the rakam there but you put it somewhere else Shukran. next question it says Mufti I'm having difficulty living with my parents-in-law they all uh, ill-treat me my child and my husband is not able yet to put me on a place however I feel I cannot handle living here anymore this is causing me to build hate towards him what can I do should do sister is this when your husband is in a good mood not in front of the children or anybody else just the two of you have a heart-to-heart discussion and show your husband the Quran Kareem Surah 4 Surah Nisa verse 19 Almighty Allah Jalla Wala states Wa bil ma'roof. You the husband treat your wife With equity, justice, love and so forth As a wife you are entitled to your own dwelling And your own flat or own house Whatever you can afford So definitely if the longer you're going to stay there Then between you as a daughter-in-law and your mother-in-law The tension is going to grow The conflict will become worse He will be torn with loyalties One side he sees his mother or father, both of them crying. Other side is going to see you crying. So the sooner he takes you out and make arrangements, even if it's an outbuilding or a one-room flat or something, so that will be better. We are not saying for a moment he must sever ties with his parents. He must go see his parents, make their khidmat, serve them. But remember, the wife is entitled to her own dwelling and flat and so forth. 
Well, if you're just tuning in, the Voice of the Cape, the program Q&A, you're listening to us on 91.3 <laughs> FM. That is 91.3 FM, taking your questions via SMS on the number 47913. That is 47913. And, of course, uh, SMSs are charged at 150. Now, Mufti, my son have a Christian girlfriend. She don't want to be a Muslim. Uh, they've been together for eight years now already. What should we do, Mufti? Brother, you are a Muslim, and you see Ramadan Mubarak is coming, so why we fast? We make manifest our love for Almighty Allah. You tell that Christian girlfriend of yours, your love for Allah, your love for Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam is greater. Eight years you are moving around with her, you sever all ties with her, and give her ultimatum. If she embraces Islam, then you marry her immediately. She don't want to embrace Islam, then you leave her totally, and then you speak to Almighty Allah. Ya Allah, for your love, I have left this girl who I really have a lot of time for. You give me someone better. That when someone is taken away from you, then Almighty Allah will give you someone better, provided we did it for the pleasure of Almighty Allah. So you, my brother, two options you got. Tell her, either embrace Islam, then you get married to her as soon as possible. If she don't want Islam, you sever all ties with her and make Toba all this girl. Eight years you are smooching her and busy with her and all that is haram, obviously. And remember that you don't keep ties with her now. You cannot continue with that. Tell her your love for Allah and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is much greater. Next question, Mufti, regarding Darud. It says, Wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. Is this Darud, Mufti? Yes, when a person say As-salatu wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah, so this is what the Indian people and so forth, people who speak Urdu and Farsi and Persian, they call it Durud Sharif or so forth. We say Salawat in Arabic. So you can say As-salatu wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. Perfect, no problem with that. Next question, it says, why must I wait? Uh, we'd like to know why must I wait 15 to 20 minutes after the Adhan and then perform Salah in Jamaah? Mufti. Remember that Mustafa alayhi salatu salam said that we must give the people time, they can go and relieve themselves and thereafter perform wudu, thereafter read the sunnah and then you read the jamaat salat. So for the men you will see that after the azan normally we leave a gap of 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, different places have different times. But all this is to make sure that we give enough time to the people so they can make wudu, read sunnah and so forth. For example, a lady, once she knows the whole time, the time for that Salat has entered, and she's reading Salat at home, she does not have to wait for all that. She just reads the Sunnah. For example, just now is Isha time, and now the time has entered, so she, she just reads the Isha Salat. She don't have to wait for a certain time. But for the men, because we're going to read with Jamaat, so we take everybody into consideration. Our SMS number 47913, that is 47913, continue sending in those SMSs. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape.
continue now with Q&A here on uh, The Voice of the Cape on the line. Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain answering all of your questions. Our SMS line is still open on 47913. You can send us your questions. The question we posed, Mufti, before the break, it says, Salam Mufti, I'm in millions of rands of debt. Don't think I can ever go on Hajj. Been involved in a lot of riba also. What can I do to change my life? What can I do? My dear brother, the first thing you need to do tonight is Laylatul Jumu'ah, the night of Friday. Open the Quran Kareem in English or Afrikaans translation. See Surah number 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 275 to 279. And see the warning all Almighty Allah has mentioned regarding riba and interest. I'll just translate one verse. فَإِلَّمْ تَفْعَلُوا If you don't abstain and refrain from this riba and interest in usury, فَعَزَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Be prepared for a war against all Almighty Allah and Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. By your own admission, you are saying now you are millions and millions of rain in debt. So much riba you have to pay. My brother, you need to beg all Almighty Allah sincerely and say, Ya Allah, I only want to do halal transaction, no haram, nothing. If you are sincere, then you go to your creditors and speak to them and start paying them all off. And remember, for the riba that they are charging you, see if some of your friends or family got riba money, then with that riba money, you offset that riba. So interest for interest is fine. So in that way, but you need to make this firm commitment to Almighty Allah. Never again will I go down that route. And then Allah will open many doors for you. You will go for Hajj, you will go for Umrah, but you must take the initiative. Chikana Mufti, can Mufti please tell me how does a wife divide her pension fund as well as her assets between her husband, son and daughter and the Hosea is it used to share between family, mom, etc.? Okay, here's a straightforward issue. Sister, whatever belongs to you, whether it is your pension, whether it's your money in the bank, whether it's your jewelry, whatever, Allah give you a long life, but let's say you pass away, and now you have your husband, you have one son, you have one daughter, and no other heirs. Remember, parents also inherit if they're alive, but you didn't mention anything about parents, so let's just keep it confined to this. So you pass away, your husband will inherit 25%. Then they is 75% left, that 50% will go to the son and 25% to the daughter. So it's very straightforward. Your husband 25%, your son 50%, and your daughter 25%. So everything will go into the pot, whether it is the cash, whether it's your pension money, whether it is your jewelry, whether it is your furniture, whatever it is, and then your son and your daughter and your husband, they can sort everything out amicably. Shukran indeed, Mufti, and I can say beautifully, mashallah, the people is preparing for Ramadan. Our next question, it says, can Mufti please give Samathkar to recite just before Iftar, inshallah. Subhanallah and Jazakallah to the brother and sister who asked these questions. I want all of you, the esteemed listeners of the Voice of the Cape, to memorize this and the two du'as. Before iftar, now the azan goes, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. So we all know now where the time has come for iftar, we will stretch our hands towards the dates and the water and the cook sisters and samosas and whatever else there is there. So when we do that, read, Allahumma lakasumtu, O beloved Allah, for your love I kept this fast. 
and on your risk and sustenance aftartu i make the iftar this hadith is mentioned in abu dawood the shortest dua to read at the time of iftar so what are we going to read oh dear muslim muslima allahumma lak asumtu wa ala rizqika aftartu then we will eat thereafter before the maghrib salat don't forget my dear brother and sister after we have eaten, before the Maghrib Salat, then we read the following dua, also in the Sunan of Imam Abu Dawood, Zahaba Zwama'u, Wabatallati Al-Uruku, Wasabat Al-Ajru, Insha'Allah, Zahaba Zwama'u, the thirst is gone, Wabatallati Al-Uruku, the veins have become wet and moistened, Wasabat Al-Ajru, and the reward is already established, Insha'Allah, Allah willing. So learn this dua, my dear brother and sister, not we just eat and then we just rush for salat. We already forgot all my Allah's bounties. So before iftar, there's a dua. After iftar, a dua. And then we perform our Maghrib salat. Shukran indeed for that, Mufti. Now, if you go greet for Hajj, your family members, etc., or a friend, and you ask for forgiveness and the person don't want to forgive you, what do you do? In a case like that, you go to them three times, and if three times they snub you, and all three times they tell you they don't want to forgive you, tomorrow on the day of justice, that person will come to Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam will also then send that person away. Suhkan, suhkan, you go away from here. My ummati and a person of my ummah came to you on three occasions and asked you for forgiveness. So now you also go away from here. You will not receive water from the house, the the fountain there, from the Mubarak and blessed hands of Mustafa salam. The hadith is mentioned by Allama Munziri in Targheeb wa Targheeb. So therefore, dear brother, dear sister, don't you remember the incident of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu anhu arda? He was sponsoring the people, giving them money and so forth. And some of them cast allegations against his beloved daughter, Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. He said, I will no more assist you. Allah Ta'ala revealed the verse, Allah tuhibbuna ayyaghfir Allah lakum. Do you not love Allah must forgive you? So you forgive them, oh Sayyidah Bakr Siddiq, and the more Allah will forgive you. So dear brother, dear sister, you are hurt. You forgive people and Allah will forgive us even more and more. Now Mufti, is it right for a married man and woman who work together to engage in idle talk? No, definitely is not permissible. Quran Karim states in the beginning of the twenty-third surah, read the first four five verses, four five verses. When we are working and we are strange men, strange women, and now we start chit-chatting, idle talk, one thing leads to another, then you know what can happen. So therefore, it must be very professional and know all this chit-chat and small talk and so forth. Shikandid, the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape.
Well, we're into the last segment of our program, Q&A, uh, on 91.3 FM. That is the Voice of the Cape. And I just got an SMS uh, from someone that says, uh, I'm uh, driving past uh, Silverstrom Holiday Resort, past Atlantis, and the uh, new frequency, 91.3, loud and clear. Alhamdulillah. Shukran for that information. Well, the question we posed, Mufti, just before the break, it says, is it a brother's duty to care for his sister, Mufti? When the father has passed away or the father is incapacitated, then definitely it is the duty of the brother that he must take care of his sister. Or, for example, the sister now is divorced or she's a widow and so forth. So then you as the brothers must not consider the burden. You know what Mustafa said? The best charity a person can give when a daughter comes back, a sister comes back, and she's divorced. So we should not consider that as a burden. Rather say Allah has given us the opportunity to spend on our sister. So keep our hearts big and spend on our sisters, inshallah. Now, Mufti, my husband embraced Islam soon after that uh, we got married. However, he was separate, separated from his Christian wife, after which he got divorced soon after. This wife passed away. In the meantime, my question is, was our nikah valid at the time? is valid, there's no problem with that according to what you mentioned that he embraced Islam and then you married and then his legal divorce was going through with his Christian wife and then that happened and then she died so he got married to you and why he was a Muslim, you're a Muslimah Alhamdulillah, so your nikah is totally valid, there's no problem with that Now Mufti, I want to know how do we as Muslims encourage the non-Muslims close to us to embrace our beautiful deen? Really need some advice, please Mufti. You just need to show them four or five things. Number one, we as the Muslims are the only people on the face of the earth who have a constitution and that constitution does not have any amendments to it. No additions, no omissions and show them. Tell them to come to Cape Town and visit our 50, our 100 masajid there. And everywhere there will be taraweeh salat read by heart, by memory, 6,236 verses. Tell the Pope to do that and read the whole Bible by heart. There will be no hope for the Pope. So not one of the rabbis can do that in the Jewish faith. Not one of the clergy in the Christian faith can do that. Only the Muslim can do that. So this shows how all Allah how Almighty Allah has preserved the Quran Kareem in its pristine purity, millions of Hufas, people who committed the Quran Kareem to memory, and this is in all countries, remember, in South Africa, per population, we have one of the greatest and largest amount of Hufas, and we thank Almighty Allah for that, one point. Point number two, you tell the non-Muslim friend of yours, who are the most sober people on this earth? In Islam, we don't have wine, we don't have swine, we don't have these things. So Islam teaches us that we must be sober at all times. When their celebrations come, Christmas come, New Year come, party time come, you know what happens, three quarters of them, half of them are drunk and all hell breaks loose. And then the carnage on the roads. Third one, Islam says that there must be justice. That is why Islam is called a deen. Deen means justice. Today the world is asking for justice, but they cannot find it. 
don't judge the Muslims because the Muslims today, many of us are not practicing on the religion, but judge Islam and remove your blinkers and then you will see the beauty of Islam. Today, people are embracing Islam from different, different faiths and it is the highest, the, the fastest growing religion. Tell them and ask them one question. Have you ever heard a masjid, as they call mosque, being sold to a different faith? Never. But you will find Muslims buying churches, synagogues, temples, everything in Europe, in America, in Africa, everywhere, Asia, because Islam is growing at such a rapid rate. So they must join Islam and we will extend our hand to them of peace and brotherhood and sisterhood. Shukran indeed, Mufti. Well, our final question this evening, very appropriate one. It says, Mufti, why is some people so moody in the month of Ramadan and uh, they're supposed to be happy as if they are cross for the month of Ramadan? Can Mufti give some advice? <laughs> yeah, my bro, now they are cross. You don't know a hungry man is an angry man, man. So that is why they got so hungry. They're thinking of the cook sisters. They're thinking about this and that. Now they just blow. They get frowned up and they get angry and so forth. So therefore, Mustafa salam, said in the famous hadith of Salman, Salman Farsi, the hadith in Ibn Khuzayma, what is Ramadan, dear brother, dear sister? Shaharul Sabri and Shaharul Muwasat. That it is the month of patience and perseverance. It is the month of sympathy and empathy. So we need to show we are eating twice a day, thrice a day for 11 months. So at least today in this month of Ramadan, the 30 days, we come to know how it feels to be a poor person. At least to a certain extent, we know how it goes to their heart, their mind, and so forth. So yes, Ramadan Mubarak is a month that we should be happy. All Allah is rewarding us for little bit effort with so much reward. So we should not take out our anger on other people. That is not acceptable. Shukran indeed. Mufti, that then concludes all our questions and we say big shukran to all the listeners for SMEs as uh, their questions uh, this evening. It leaves us with uh, just three minutes uh, for some nasikha, Mufti. Inshallah, in South Africa, we will scan the sky on Monday night to look for the moon of Ramadan, but 99% it will not be sighted because it's just eight, eight and a half, nine hour moon. So 99% it cannot be sighted. So Tuesday night will usher in the month of Ramadan in South Africa, Inshallah. My dear brother, my dear sister, what are you going to do when you look at the beautiful table mountain and scan the sky in Cape Town and surroundings, then say, Allah. Akbar, Hilal Khairin wa Rushdin, O Almighty Allah, make this new moon and a crescent a month of Khair and goodness, wa Rushdin and righteousness, as mentioned in Abu Dawood. Then you will be going there for Maghrib Salat and so forth, then Isha and the Tarawih. After Tarawih Salat, the Imam, the Sheikh, will be reading Witr Salat. After Witr, what should you do? Just run away, Mujahar Club, near. So after Witr Salat, say the hadith in Sunan Nasai, Subhan al-Malikil Quddus, Subhan al-Malikil Quddus. And the third time, read it like this, as Mustafa alayhi salam read, Subhan al-Malikil Quddus. 
And then suhoor time when you wake up, my dear sister, make sure on the table you put the dates. Mustafa salam said, Ni'ma suhoorul mu'mina tamr, the best suhoor and the best pre-dawn meal. Three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, we're going to eat. So that is dates. So dates is sunnah, that time also suhoor time. And it is sunnah iftar time as well. Then, my dear brother, sister, Quran Karim says, وَبِالْأَسْحَارِهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ That it's a whole time, make istighfar. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Oh Allah, I seek your forgiveness. Oh Allah, forgive me, Allah. And Allah will not punish us. وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ When a person, nation, makes istighfar, Allah Ta'ala repairs and removes his punishment from such people. Then, make sure we perform our five times salat on time brothers and sisters study the life of Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah in one Ramadan he made 61 khatam during the day one khatam of Quran Kareem during the night one khatam as Imam of the Taraweeh salat another khatam fasting is a duty dear brother and sister and tilawat of Quran is the beauty of Ramadan so make sure we start reading the Quran regularly Amen. Every day we should give charity. Remember, put a smile on somebody's face. And then iftar time. When the time comes, the last five, six minutes, raise your hands, make dua. And then when the adhan goes, Allah malaka sumtu wa ala rizqika aftartu. Oh Allah, for your love I kept this fast. On your risk and sustenance I made the iftar. And then after the iftar, before the maghrib salat, zahab al-zamahu wa batallat uruku. Allah, the thirst is gone and the veins have become moistured and the reward is also already established. May Almighty Allah make this Ramadan a Mubarak, blessed Ramadan for us. May Almighty Allah protect all the Muslims throughout the world. Make special dua for Masjid al-Aqsa. Make special dua for Syria, Egypt. Make special dua for our beloved country as well. May Almighty Allah take all the brothers and sisters for Umrah and Hajj we have made in Yes, that was, of course, the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein. That concludes our Q&A. She can follow your SMSs. And just a reminder that during the month of Ramadan, inshallah, you can look forward to every Thursday, that is at 12 o'clock, every Thursday from 12 to 1 for Q&A with Mufti AK. That is during the month of Ramadan, every Thursday, 12 to 1. And do remember, no more alternate days you tune in to 91.3 fm you're able to listen to us every single day 24 7 and it's five times stronger i greet you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh